Today's episode is sponsored by Adam and Eve. You know, I read so many stories about cheating partners and unhappy marriages. Maybe people wouldn't be in such unhappy relationships if they spent more time nurturing their love life. That's why you should check out today's sponsor, Adam and Eve. They've got toys for men, toys for women, and toys for... How should I put this? Well, it's not exactly r slash am I the butthole. More like r slash I'm in the butthole. And yeah, I realize that ordering adult toys can be a little scary because you may be concerned about privacy. Don't worry, Adam and Eve offers discreet and free shipping for your package. Trust me, these people are experts in your package. You can get 50% off on just about any item, along with free shipping and rush processing. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Then enter code R slash at checkout. That's R slash R S L A S H at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code R slash to get your discount, plus 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Use code R slash. Today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. Life is full of compromise, but there's one thing in life that you should never compromise on, your own health. That's why I like to use ZocDoc to find the best doctors for me. That's how I found my personal doctor, as well as the pediatrician for my little girl. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doctor you want, you can book them immediately. No more awkwardly waiting on hold with a receptionist. My favorite thing is that you can see doctor reviews. I mean, who wants to go to a doctor who makes you sit alone in a room for an hour and then rushes out after barely speaking to you? I love using ZocDoc because, to be honest, it's easy and I'm lazy. Go to ZocDoc.com RS and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash R-S. ZocDoc.com slash RS. Welcome to r slash Petty Revenge, where OP gets his idiotic lazy boss fired. Our next Reddit post is from J-Law. I started my last job in 2017. I was a part-time warehouse worker who, over a few years, was promoted into a transport administration slash management role. Me and another colleague ran our department between us, only really reporting to our then-line manager if we really needed support with our job or time off. But other than that, our boss completely trusted us to run things on our own. It wasn't without its stressful days, but we had a really good thing going. Then, in 2021, the business made some changes, moved our manager into a different department, and we got a new designated manager just to manage the two of us in our tiny department. Naturally, we were quite bitter about it, but nevertheless, we thought that we'd give him a chance. He turned out to be an absolute control freak and a bully. But he was strange. He could be very supportive one minute, then a manipulative bully the next. He loved poking fun at the fact that I was in a car accident last year. He loved solely targeting me for bad jobs and loved causing trouble between me and the other colleagues. Then, in March of this year, my girlfriend fell ill while pregnant and was forced to give birth to our son six weeks prematurely. It was an awful, traumatic experience, and I ended up having three weeks off work. When I returned, I had a mountain of work to catch up on that nobody covered in my absence. And when I tried to catch up on it, my manager pulled me away to do other projects for him. Meanwhile, his other two staff members weren't doing anything. 
As a result of me constantly having to do his work, I was finishing my work late, so then he would get mad at me for not managing my time properly. Then, in May, my manager made a major mistake and pinned the blame on me for it. This caused issues between me and the two colleagues that I work closely with, and I was threatened with disciplinary action. Then, I just got to thinking to myself, without me doing his job for him, he's nothing. Without me, he wouldn't even have a job. Without me, he wouldn't be able to explain what was going on with his department to senior management. That I ran his department for half of his salary, and he takes all the glory and I get all the grief. I had one last run-in with him over this mistake he'd made, and I handed my formal notice into him the following day. It was funny over those four weeks of serving my notice, just watching him slowly take over my responsibilities and struggling with them. Those responsibilities that he often told me, I don't even know what you do during the day. He also had to do all those horrible jobs that he piled onto me. On my final day in June, I told my fellow colleagues that I'd give him three months before he either quits or gets fired. Within the first few weeks, the department massively failed their monthly audit, which got the attention of company directors who were sent in to investigate because this had never happened before. Then, one month later while I was on holiday, I had one of our senior managers calling me and texting me asking me for passwords for systems because my manager had gone on vacation and he hadn't organized anything. I ignored them because I didn't work there anymore and I was on vacation. My old manager continued to make mistakes. He hadn't ordered essential items, which caused trouble for the warehouse. Clearly, he didn't have a clue how to do my job without me. Then, a month after that, he was suspended from his duties pending further investigation. Because management finally realized that he just couldn't do his job. The month after that, management claimed that he quit with immediate effect. Personally, I think he was fired. But either way, my three-month prediction was right. He could not run that without me. It really is petty revenge quitting a job to prove a point, but it proved the point. I now run my own business, have a much better work-life balance, earning more money than I could ever dream of in that place, and my life is fantastic. Well, OP, he did say that he wonders what you do all day. I guess he found out. The hard way. Our next Reddit post is from Throwoutaway. I used to work in a factory with a chick who was my age. I thought we were cool. I told her about a time that I used a cucumber as a dildo. I believe everyone has some wild, intimate stories, and it's nothing to be ashamed of. Her and my old team would talk about wild things all the time. We would laugh about it and move on. I quit that job, and two weeks ago I went back thinking I'd want the job again. I saw her in the break room, and I didn't say hi because I was talking with someone else, and I didn't want to be rude. I re-quit that day because I realized I still hated that job. I'm assuming that's why she told the whole department, not just my team, that I passionately hugged a cucumber. I found out that she told everyone last night through a mutual friend. Normally I wouldn't let this bother me, but the fact that she told everyone after I quit struck a nerve. Apparently because she felt entitled to me saying hi to her. We weren't even that close. I put up with a lot of BS at that job, and I'll be damned if I still had to after I quit. When I worked there, she cheated on her boyfriend, who also worked there, with a different coworker. Everyone knew about it, and they'd brag about it to everyone. I didn't get involved because it wasn't my business. So I found her boyfriend's social media last night, and I told him about her cheating. 
Now she wants to fight me outside of work, and the coworker she cheated with is mad at me for causing issues for him at work. We all warned him what would happen if they got together. The whole team is chaotic at the moment, which is why my mutual friend texted me. I'm sure my cucumber story isn't that important anymore. It's like what they always say, when you live in a glass house, don't throw cucumbers. Our next Reddit post is from Pratachi. My dad is terrible on phone calls. He disconnects the phone call the second that he's gotten what he wants out of it. No goodbye, no I'm hanging up now, no anything else. It drives me crazy. I take care of the utilities at his house, as in I pay his electric and phone bills. A few weeks ago, it was time to pay the electricity bill, but I was having issues with my bank and the payment wasn't going through. I called my dad to let him know about this issue and to ask him if he wouldn't mind paying the bill himself this time because it was the last day to pay for the bill. I am not exaggerating when I say that I had to call him six times just to get this one point across because he kept hanging up thinking that I was done speaking. I almost threw my phone against the wall. It was so frustrating. I think the only information he got from my call was today's the last day to pay the electricity bill. And he assumed that I was calling to tell him that I'd paid it. At that point, I was so frustrated that I just didn't call him back. If he doesn't want to listen to what I have to say, then he may as well bear the consequences of it. Two weeks later, the electricity to his home got cut off. He called me up shouting about unpaid bills. I calmly told him that I'd called him about it, and since he kept disconnecting the numerous calls I placed, I assumed that he had it handled. Anyways, it's almost festival season in my country, and I'm so busy that I won't be able to sort out his issues for at least another two weeks. He's gonna have to figure it all out himself. Have fun taking multiple trips to the government-run electricity board office, Dad. Our next Reddit post is from Melodramatic Quarter. I'm a 28-year-old woman. I live with my boyfriend and a 35-year-old male roommate in a house that I own. The guys both work at the same company, so their workday starts at 6 a.m. I work from home, so I sleep and get up pretty much whenever I want. It's worth noting that I'm a very light sleeper, and my boyfriend is a fairly heavy sleeper who I usually have to wake despite his alarm. My boyfriend's alarm goes off at 5.30. He usually gets dressed and heads to work by 5.40, which is fine. In those 10 minutes, I'll pack his lunch, make him coffee, and get him set up for the day. My roommate, however, has a very loud, blaring alarm that goes off every 5 minutes between 5 and 5.30 when he finally rolls out of bed and gets ready. Even on weekends, he'll sometimes let his alarm go off until 6am until it finally shuts off on its own. It's very annoying. I don't know why he sets his alarm to be so damn loud that the whole house hears it, especially since he's also a light sleeper, supposedly. And he said before that me watching TV in my room at night keeps him up, even if I close the door. If his alarm was quieter, I wouldn't care, but at that point he wakes up my dogs, and he's even woken up my boyfriend's three-year-old daughter who stays with us occasionally. Needless to say, once that first alarm goes off at 5am, I'm awake, and so everyone else is as well. I don't know if you've ever dealt with a toddler being unwillingly woken up at 5am, but it's not pretty, especially since she usually wakes up between 9.30 and 10. I've asked him a number of times if he could just turn down the alarm a little so that he doesn't wake up the whole house, but he refuses to do so. Cue petty revenge. My wake-up routine usually involves taking a shower, then doing the dishes and cleaning, caring for the dogs, etc. If we have the baby over, I'll make breakfast and put on a TV show for her to watch while she wakes up. 
Two of my three dogs are fairly large, so they make noise when I let them out of their crates and feed them. So, the past few days, I've been dragging my butt out of bed at 5am to start my routine. None of which I do quietly. I'm awake anyways, and it's my house, so I can do what I want. The toddler will usually fall asleep on the couch, even if I turn the TV on, so I put a show on for her at the normal volume. My dogs are energetic, so I let them out of their crates to run around at 5am. Dishes? 5am, baby. TikToks in the living room? 5am, again. If you wake me up at 5, then that's when my day's gonna start. I haven't gotten much out of my roommate, except for dirty looks and the occasional, why are you awake? To which I simply respond with, because you woke me up. He's not the sharpest tool in the shed, so he started to complain that I'm being petty for no reason. I, again, suggested for him to turn down the alarm or at least lessen the frequency, but he refuses to do so. So I guess we'll all keep waking up at 5am. Except for my boyfriend, of course. He can sleep through virtually everything, bless his heart. I should go wake him up. Our next Reddit post is from One Art, please. My coworker and I share a space. She's worked there for three years, while I've worked there for five months. She's not my boss, but she constantly looks over my shoulder, telling me how to change my work. She's rude to the people we work with overseas online. She does it all on speakerphone and ignores me when I ask her to use a headset while she yells at them. She talks about her stomach problems and her issues pooping. When I ask her not to, she tells me to get over it. If another coworker comes to speak to me, she answers for me and speaks over me. She also swears at her computer, verbally responding to emails she doesn't like. She talks under her breath while reading her work constantly. I've told her many times to please stop, and she gets pissed saying that she doesn't jump to my tune and complains of having to walk on eggshells around me because she isn't accustomed to modifying her behavior for anyone. The company is tiny, and the owner is insanely, pitifully cheap. So I'm the first person in years who's able to cover her work. My coworker is desperate for a vacation and recently booked a long trip to Hong Kong for two and a half weeks. She doesn't know this yet, but I was recently offered a way better full-time job through someone that I did freelance work for in the past. My new employer said they'd be understanding if I wanted to wait a bit before switching jobs because they knew about my coworker's holiday. But I think I'll quit early. Our boss is a huge butthole, and my coworker hates his guts. It should be interesting fallout if she goes on this holiday and there's no one who can do her job. If she has to stay instead of going on vacation, she'll have a total meltdown. Our next Reddit post is from 86Max. This is actually my dad's story, and it happened in the 80s. My dad used to travel frequently for work. On one trip, he boarded his flight, placed his briefcase in the overhead compartment, and took his seat while the rest of the passengers boarded and got settled. While he was sitting there, this entitled douchebag came back to Dad's row, pulled Dad's briefcase out of the overhead compartment, and asked Dad if it belonged to him. My dad said yes, and accepted it when the guy handed it to him, thinking this douchebag was going to make some room for his own carry-on, and then put Dad's briefcase back. Instead, this entitled douchebag put his carry-on in the overhead compartment, leaving no room for anything else, and then just walked back to his seat near the front of the plane and sat down. Rather than causing a scene, my dad removed the guy's carry-on from the overhead, put his own briefcase back, and then hit the flight attendant call button. 
when the flight attendant came back to check on him, my dad handed the douchebag's luggage to the flight attendant and said, I don't have room for this. Could you check it, please? To be clear, checked items are put down in the cargo hold with the rest of the checked baggage, and they need to be retrieved at baggage claim. When the flight attendant gave my dad a numbered ticket for the luggage, he just put it in the seat pocket in front of him and enjoyed his flight. My dad had already deplaned by the time the entitled douchebag came back to get his luggage and realized it was missing. I'm sure he found it. Eventually. Our next Reddit post is from Mungrel. I'm a 41-year-old father of three kids, all under the age of nine. I've never been able to afford a vacation, let alone one without kids. I saved up for a very long time to take my wife on her dream trip to Bar Harbor in Maine. On the first night, after a day of amazing hikes and boulder climbing to scenic peaks in Arcadia National Park, we fell sound asleep until about 3 a.m. That's when I hear two women, like 25 to 30 years old, next door, squealing in the hallway and constantly opening and slamming their door. I was young once, partied very hard well into my 30s, and I have a ton of patience, so I gave them some grace at first. I didn't say anything. I fell back asleep, and 45 minutes later, they were even louder. I could hear them through the wall, and they were out slamming doors again. I get up to say something, and I miss them as they're going back into the room. Fully awake now, I notice the please do not disturb sign on their door, which I promptly snatched. Then I spent 4am to 7am reading in the lobby so I wouldn't wake up my wife until my wife texted me asking me where I was. After we got ready and went out for breakfast, I was there just in time to see the maid knock and enter the room to wake them up and heard their reactions. They were miserable and hungover. I gave the maid a tip of 50 bucks and apologized for their rudeness. It's the least I could do for making the maid catch a stray bullet. So, if you're going to wake me up on vacation, I'm going to wake you up on vacation. That was our slash petty revenge. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.